0: What's going on everyone and welcome to Sneaky Sports Podcast Season 3, Episode 9 on this Feel Good Friday. Today, to start off the podcast, we interviewed Aliyah Schrock, who runs the loyal NY Jets fans Instagram page and is working on other media platforms as well. We're also going to talk about the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes and what's kind of going on, the latest news, the Texans head coach hiring, Bradley Beal lighting it up and possibly leaving the Wizards, and how the Utah Jazz are the best team in the West. Let's get into it. Okay, so today we are interviewing the great Aliyah Ashraf who runs loyal NY Jets fans page on Instagram. He's a friend of the show, friend of the friend of the friend, and we got him on today for you guys. So we're going to start it off, Ali. What inspired you to start creating content for your Instagram page? Like, what, what was that one key
1: thing that put you onto this? I mean, honestly, I didn't know. I thought I was going to do it for fun. I was a freshman in high school, so I had nothing else better to do besides watch sports and sports and that's all I did and then I was I'm actually a Lakers fan and I was debating if I want to create a Lakers page but there's so many Lakers pages uh even at that time so I was just like okay let's just do the Jets there's not many Jets pages and I just put it out there um putting my thoughts out I, it was pretty much just like a blog for me just to put out and just put my stress about the team out there uh but and then it blew up because the next season, the Jets went 10 and six and we about to make the playoffs. Uh, but they didn't, obviously. So, um, you know, it just went from that. And I decided I'm um, like, I don't want to play sports. I don't want to play football. I want to talk about it. I want to be a content creator. And, you know, from that, it completely it was been absolutely nuts. And, you know, it's 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 a great experience.
2: Alright, so uh, moving on more with the content creation. When did you realize that your Instagram page was like really growing and turning into something special.
1: Yeah, honestly, it started like the first of my four years in high school, they were all right and they're decent, uh, but then it started getting into gear. Uh, when I started college um, and that's where I started. There's a company called BG entertainment that found me and that's where I started meeting athletes. Uh, I started, I met Le'Veon Bell, uh, Lawrence Taylor, John Starks, you know, all these big time guys. And that's when it started picking up. And that's when people started realizing. uh, But the one interview that kicked it was Gary V. Uh, I don't know if you guys know him, Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, I did an interview with him. Uh, He's a big Jeff fan. So I was like, might as well hit him up. He's famous. So I was like, he said yes. And that was probably the one interview that everyone started looking at especially the Jets, Um, that's where I got my first connection for the Jets is from that interview because a guy reached out and he's like, wow, that was cool. Uh, Can you promote some Jets stuff? So that was my first contact with the Jets. And then from there, it turned into training camp access, uh, looking at the coaches, uh, interviewing the players. And then that's when the podcast started coming up. Uh, The Instagram started blowing up. The website got created and that's where everything skyrocketed.
3: Oh yeah. You kind of spoke on some of your connections that you made from the Instagram, but is there any, any other ones that you kind of like left out maybe, or any experiences that you got to have because of this Instagram page?
1: Um, you know, those are the connections I have, um, the jets and then a couple others, but overall, I mean, I'm blessed to have those connections because as a 20 year old kid, uh, even in college, it's, it's tough. This is a tough field. Um, and you need to have enough connections. There's like, I mean, I think I'm still starting up. That's what I'm pretty much saying. You gotta, you gotta keep growing. You gotta keep finding connections and the more connection you get, the better time you have of getting that experience done. So, um, you know, I, those are the main connections of, like I said, and, you know, I, hopefully they keep growing. Hopefully this pandemic ends very soon so I can go out and actually meet players again.
2: Yeah, we hope so too. Um, So going forward, what are some of your goals for this after college? And will you continue to pursue sports media and entertainment or what are you thinking?
1: Uh, Yeah, so my major is sports communication and media. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty much your answer right there. Uh, But after college, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea where I'm going to end up. Uh, it could be either a corporate office or it could be ESPN, NFL Network somewhere, or a Jets reporter or a Giants reporter, whatever it is. I'm pretty much trying to see exactly where I want to be. I mean, I even did photography for a long time, just trying to figure out where I want to be. And, you know, when I was at training camp, I took advantage of being there and I brought my camera and just to t- take pictures and stuff and see if I like that. So in this field, you got to have open, you got to have all these skills uh, to be successful because you can lose your reporting job like that. Uh, I saw a Jets reporter lose his job like that. And he's been with the company for 15, 15, 20 (laughs) years. So, you know, you know, stuff can happen. Uh, and it's, it's just a job and you've got to have as much experience as you possibly can have. And, um, you know, I, anything's open for me, honestly
0: smarter you keep all your options open it's 100% the right thing to do so Ali I'm a Jets guy you're a Jets guy you know keys to the organization right now you're picking up the phone you calling it for Deshaun Watson you're gonna put the phone down you're gonna keep Sam or you're gonna take that number two pick and draft Zach Wilson or Justin Fields what are you doing if it's, if it's up to you
1: if it's up to me it's full course get Watson man and it's these types of quarterbacks do not come available via trade ever, ever. And people are saying it's too much. No, it's not. I no. mean, he's, he's 25. Um, he's been in with a trashy organization too, and he's still lighting it up in the league. I mean, he's still a top five quarterback. I truly believe in that age group we behind Patrick Mahomes, it is him. He's number two behind him because that's talent wise. If you get Allen Robinson with him coming, because it looks like Allen Robinson will follow him. Uh, wherever he goes, um, you know, Deshaun Watson's plan A. I mean, it's not the end of the world if the Jets don't get Deshaun Watson. I think people are going overboard and saying that it'll be the end of the world. It's all up to Salah. I mean, Robert Salah is a head coach. It's a new head coach. Uh, the GM's finally calling the shots here. Um, they're going to figure out what's best for the team. And obviously, Salah's probably going to want his own guys. He's going to want his own team. And if they don't want to trade on that much, I mean, it is what it is. They might drive Zach Wilson or they stick with Sam Donald. I think plan A is Deshaun Watson. Plan B is probably dropping a quarterback. Plan C is Darnold. man. I, I, I can't see him anymore like that. Uh, he, his regression was awful this year. Um, and I was a big fan of him coming in college. I was thrilled we got him at three. I didn't think he was going to – I thought he was the number one guy. I was getting ready for Baker Mayfield in New York. Um, but when I saw Sam Donald, I thought he was going to be legit. Uh, but the Jets just ruined him. I think I don't think it's his fault. I think it's the organization's fault. And I think he needed a new start. So um, he does fit the Shanahan scheme uh, that a lot of people will say. I think he can. that's why there could be a chance he stays in New York because he fits the Shanahan scheme. But he's gonna have options. If the Jets trade him, I think Indy will be up there for trading. San Francisco even can might trade for him. Uh so it's gonna be options. But if the Jets can get Deshaun Watson, man, I, I, I'll be thrilled.
0: <laughs> me too. But but you know, to me, I don't know. Something with Sam, you know, you see like uh, Mike LaFleur now. We have our offensive coordinator, but you saw Sean McVay where where LaFleur comes from. Hold on ones. So where Mike, you know, Sean McVay with Jared Goff, you saw that they have, like, they said marriage counseling, he kind of got sick of the quarterback because he knows how good that system is. And then you see in San Francisco, they haven't committed their future towards Jimmy Garoppolo and with the jets with Michael floor. Now, you know, how good that could, how good could that system be? Um, You know, if we have a real quarterback in it, like if we have Sam Darnold in it, what's our ceiling nine wins. If we have a real quarterback like the Sean Watson in that system, our ceiling could be, 13 wins. Like, look at the Packers. Matt LaFleur comes from that same coaching tree with Rodgers. They've been back-to-back NFC Championship games. That's why I think the Jets should really go after it, like you said, rather than just sitting back and holding back. And then what's our best chance then? Sneak in as a five seed and make a huge run? You know, with with a great quarterback, we can be. Look at the last four teams that
1: were left in the playoffs. Look at the last two teams left now. So, You know, when I when people say about Sam Darnold, uh, Joe Flacco also played in Adam Gase this year. And Joe Flacco, when he was on the field, he lit it up. And that's something to look at. Uh, With Sam Donald's regression is real. I mean, is Sam Donald it? No, I don't think so right now. Like, there's no indication that he's shown me. You know, we saw flashes in his rookie year, and we're like, okay, he looks good, he looks decent. And then after that, he went downhill. Um, And for me, I just don't see it. Deshaun Watson coming in, he'll make plays. And I don't care if the Jets – lose three first round picks i really don't care less because that problem the most important problem to have uh the quarterback position they solved right there for the next 10 years for
0: the next 10 years exactly
1: for at least 10 years they have a quarterback that can win football games so i mean if they have it the chance i mean if i was a gm i would go full course and obviously it comes out to deshaun watson because i've heard mixed reports does he want to play with the Jets or does he doesn't want to play with the Jets? Because uh, he has that call. He can call if they make a trade, the Texans, he can say if he wants to go there or not. And if he gets the consent, that's where he goes. And that's what his one contract is. So that's going to be tricky. for the Texan, I, Texans haven't said uh, that they're going to trade him yet, uh, obviously, but if I was a Texan, I would get it done. I mean, the coaching, the coaching staff can maybe give a, I mean, I think they have the introductory press conference today and they're going to talk to him. Hopefully they're going to talk to him and just see they get one more chance at Deshaun Watson to change his mind. If they don't right there, they need to trade him right away because that's a bad look for the entire organization, which is already a bad look because they trade Hopkins last, last year, which made absolutely no sense. Um, and just how they just showed how dysfunctional of a team they are, an organization they are. So hopefully they fix that up. Don't
2: you think they got to trade him before the draft, though? Otherwise, his, his value will plummet. And then all like the roster bonuses and stuff will have to pay. They definitely want to get him out of there soon.
1: Look, the Patriots guy, uh, whoever their GM, I forgot his name, uh, is – and look, the Dolphins will be involved, but the number two pick solidifies a quarterback that they want, besides Trevor Williams. Yeah, so the number two pick is very valuable, and I don't think the Jets will have to give a lot more, maybe another first-round pick and maybe a late round pick or something like that. But that number two pick, like Richard Sherman said earlier this week, said that number two pick is very valuable because they can get a quarterback that they want right away. Um, and even if they want to trade for another quarterback, there's a lot of quarterbacks available in this year. Um, and it's, it's controversial. Like, there's a lot going on uh, in the QB world. Uh, Stafford can end somewhere. Matt Ryan could end somewhere. It's all over the place. So, I mean, if I was a Texans, if it gets too out of hand and becomes like a Jamal Adams situation where he starts going on social media and starts writing them out, starts lying tweets and stuff like that, you get it's it. He's only done.
0: lowering his trade value, so. You,
1: you just get it done.
0: Okay, so thank you guys for coming out. Thank you, Ali, for coming on the interview. No problem. We had a great time. Uh, Peace. Just- Already folks, let's dive on into today's
3: episode. We begin with the Texans. They hire Ravens wide receiver coach, our former Ravens wide receiver coach David Coley, to be the new head coach of the Houston Texans. Um, something that honestly is pretty shocking, considering that the Ravens were the worst wide receiving core in the NFL the past two seasons under Lamar Jackson, under David Coley. Um, so this comes to a surprise to many. Um, he's part of the Bills quarterback coach um, when they had you know their problems at quarterback with Tyrod Taylor. He was also a part of the Kansas City Chiefs when they had their mess. Um, and had a horrible wide receiver core over there, so really confusing hire. Obviously, we'll start off with Nick. Um, what are your kind of initial thoughts on this hire?
2: Well, I think the uh, the main guy everybody wanted them to hire was enemy but honestly, from Bienemy's perspective, I don't know if he even wanted this job. He's obviously going to be so. a top, he's going to be a top head coaching hire next year, and any spot in the league is more attractive than the Texans right now. So I mean, obviously, like we don't know for sure, but if if I was in his shoes, I would have passed on this job in a second, and that's why they got this guy that I frankly have never heard of before he got hired. And I think they had to settle for somebody like a low profile guy, because I just don't think many people wanted the job. It's just a train wreck right now.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree with, with what Nick said. I mean, the enemy was, was, was a good option for them, but obviously no one else wants this job. Maybe, maybe David Culler was the only guy who did want this job. So, I mean, sad. I, I really, I really know what to make out of this hire. I've never heard of this guy before. I mean, he was the, the Ravens' receiver coach, but how much... I mean, they ranked last, but how much can you put that on him? They don't have a good receiving
2: core. Well, a lot of people... They, no, like, but I think
3: the development of Marquise Brown... Yeah, a lot Marquise of people Brown. point
2: to the yeah. development of Hollywood. Because
3: he's a first-time first pick. pick. You got you to gotta develop him. That's that's his main job.
2: Yeah, but the Marquise Ravens the, the
4: Ravens have never been good at developing receivers.
3: No, that's fair enough, but it's how about like, like, yeah, the Steelers' don't you put wide off receiver off coach? A wide
2: receivers coach, then?
3: If you're going to hire a receiver coach, how about hire the Steelers one? He's been excellent. Chase Claypool, Juju, A.B., all these guys, Deontay Johnson... Like, all these guys for the Steelers are usually really good.
2: If you yeah, you want to know they they made, no part of the job. And how about I mean. the fact that when he was the uh, wide receivers coach for Kansas City, they had zero wide Wait, so receivers is that touchdowns. stat true, like, though? Yeah.
3: So it who was, scored touchdowns for them? It was Kelsey, it was
2: Kelsey, Kelsey and he was the running back. It was year. like 19 straight games that the, a receiver did not score touchdowns. Their leading receiver was, it was, it was before they had Tyree kill. No, it didn't have Bo? Bo. Bo was there, yeah, Dwayne LeBron's. Bo, oh Dwayne Bo, and Jeremy Mackie. Yeah, Bro, they So they didn't even score back. a single touchdown all year. No, he that, had that is yards How much a passing year, touchdowns did the quarterback 20. have? It was Alex Smith, he probably had like 20. Oh, yeah,
3: that's just disgusting. There's some, so Travis Kelsey had like 15, probably. Then Who no, he, has, uh, he had, running had
2: a couple, yeah, Jamal Charles. Exactly, all the running backs wow, that's just crazy.
3: That, that is crazy.
2: I mean, that that is just a mind blowing stat. I don't like. That it I don't really even is. know how that happens. That like would, would not think, happen in today's NFL, that's for sure.
4: You would think that
2: that they
4: would suck if their receivers didn't catch any touchdowns, but they were nine and seven. They weren't horrible. And they I'm suck. just surprised. I was surprised at last time when I looked at it. How about the stupid Have Jack Lester
3: guy? I mean, he's like he's like a church pastor and he gets like this GM job, or not G he's not the GM because Nick Casario is from New England, but he kind of runs a football operations, I think, right? Over there. And it's like he's a mess. He he was responsible for this hire. Every, they, it's because bad. no
0: other can, no other candidate wanted the job it's simple enough and this is the only because guy of jack easterby
3: because of cal mcnair because of jack easterby these yes. guys are
0: cooks. cully's cully's gonna get the job and you know he's gonna get fired in three years because they're gonna the suck
2: he's 65 years old who hires a new head coach who's never coached for and he's 65 already that just
3: know. tells you that nobody wanted the job. That that just tells you that Jason Garrett didn't want the job. I, I'm okay, sure Jason Garrett declined the job. Like okay, that's how bad
2: it was. Right now, every young head coach, and Joe Judge is in his 30s, McVeigh, all these new coaches are young. 65. or sixty
3: five. yeah, all these coaches Flores, are young.
2: Exactly, they're all young. Robert yeah, Sala.
3: Got you also Gets? don't want to
2: you don't want to start off your
4: career here, and then that could just put you out of every coaching. Yeah, exactly. That's why I
2: don't well, think the enemy wanted
0: the job. Well, yes, because Enemy next year when someone, say, hi, fires their head coach, he'll be one but of the number Broncos. one candidates. Look at the Broncos. They'll be out of a coach. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. They'll be in a much more attractive position next year. Or maybe the Raiders may move on from John Gruden next year. You never know. could yeah, go somewhere there. World. I mean, think about this, though. Enemy, you know, the reason why Enemy doesn't want to go there is because Houston's uh, organizational issues and Deshaun Watson's going to be gone. So now, well, you know, yeah. we have – Watson's going to be out. So that's probably why no one wants this job. You saw what McNair did to them.
4: So Actor. Oh, you know, this is just they just yeah. have a track record of being in a horrible organization. Talking about Watson and then that shit show of a situation where like he he requested a trade. Where do you guys think he'll end up? Like there was oh, rumors God. with the East Brown and all that. But I I the Browns I if I was the Browns Oh, no, way. Yeah, he's a better quarterback
2: you, you you don't need him. Like you, route? you route. Come on, that's like, not actually going to happen though they don't have enough assets they'd have to give up yeah. so much you know what i call that though I, I call that
3: espn I, I call that classic espn that's all they talk about they talk about the dumbest most irrelevant most Retreat dramatic storylines you're talking that never gonna happen don't
2: need watson you're gonna be looking at the jets all the right
3: 99 of their airtime is filled up with these dumb hypothetical situations that are dumb as fuck never gonna oh, happen. excuse my language but that's never gonna happen
2: I think it's the never Jets and the Dolphins lead the way. And I've seen a little bit of Patriot hype. I don't know how many assets they have though.
0: I saw a thing saying that the Dolphins, um, I saw some guy actually he interviewed um two as an agent actually, and he said that they have not heard anything from the Dolphins organization on whether or not mm. uh on whether that two believe two of though, I think. Year. So So I th- yeah, I th- I think the Dolphins wouldn't be a team that's gonna do that. I think honestly mistake, I've been mistake. seeing a lot of Carolina buzz. Uh I don't know how like they have the seventh pick, I believe, this year. Yeah, if Carolina's
3: they, in the race, the Giants should be though, right?
0: I think the they Jets have be, the
3: the Jets and the Dolphins the have, have the are, they are the best chances because well they're the most the prepared are not even, for the trade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Asset they have the wise, most assets. Most the Jets the Jets had the most assets, have all the. But teams. a team
0: like the 49ers or the Bears should also jump in.
3: They can in get a play. See, the Niners are interesting though because they're a wild card because they technically could have the most assets if they give away a crazy defensive player like Nick Bosa. Um, it could happen if they give away Nick Bosa and like the the pick they had this year, like the twelfth pick. They're easily jumping the Jets for a, a better trade um, than the I think Jets. are willing
2: to do offer. That,
3: I, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know if you're willing to do that either, but you have to think I mean, I mean, J-
0: people were also saying that the Jets might possibly have to but, offer Quinn Williams to make this trade. But wasn't the
3: Niners? Weren't they a top 10 defense this year without Nick Bosa? So I think that's something to consider – Considering a
4: lot that of that was do, do they also They're lost right. Robert Sala though, I know, yeah. but they
3: have the defensive scheme still. You would think somebody in that building knows what Robert Sala. Oh was, yeah, right?
0: it's D'Amico Ryans It's D'Amico Ryans Yeah, so, yeah he, so you would think someone knows. So
3: lo- I'm sure that will be a smoother transition.
0: Yeah, he We're wanted to bring to Ryan's to, months, to the yeah. to the Jets with him to be his defensive coordinator, but the Niners managed to hold on to him, which was very which was good on their yeah, part. So
3: I think that when when you think about that whole situation, Nick Bosa giving him up is it really that bad if you're getting Deshaun Watson, a top three, top five quarterback?
0: No, and it's something that they probably have to think about, especially since Bosa's is coming off an ACL injury. Uh, there is yeah, no price amazing. that's too high for a top five quarterback in the NFL. I yeah, tell you, it's win. not. See, you saw the last the, four teams playing this weekend, right? It was all the four. The I think that brought brought up in, in our NFL. interview
3: earlier. He said that you know, when's the last time you've seen something like this happen? A quarterback of this caliber on the market? It's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Not even that. Like you have
2: guys like Stafford on the market too, and maybe Rodgers and maybe Matt Ryan. Matt I mean, Ryan. It's just ridiculous. It's. Never seen but Rogers, team. like, is alert. he
3: really on the market? Like, Rogers, no, is Rogers not on the is the market. he's but not. We on the know market.
2: Stafford is, and Stafford's a really good quarterback, still. Deshaun
3: Watson's like this guy's name, though. I don't think people realize how, like, how yeah, a, unique this is. Yeah, he's 25 year old in his prime. He's in, yeah. he's, he's so also one of the
2: faces of the league. He's he, he might not even be in his prime, man. He might still be getting better. Who knows? Yeah, I think so, too. I would only take Mahomes over
3: him for certain. Then, like, I guess you could argue Allen or Rogers, but for certain, Mahomes is like the only guy I would take like any day of the week above Watson. Anyone else, like it's like fair game.
0: And listen, you want to beat Mahomes in the AFC, you're going to need Deshaun Watson to do that. So these teams better be willing to, you know, pay the price for him. But I, I've also seen that they want to try and not possibly trade him out of or trade him out of the conference. But in the NFC, like I don't really see – like. can't Carol- about that though. Who
2: cares? About the- yeah, I, I'm a yeah. 100%. You're not going to be, be competitive anyway for the next few years.
3: It's going to be tough because – Just no division trade. No division trade. That's it.
0: I mean, they better hope like they they know the quarterback they want if they do make this trade with the Jets and or Dolphins um, because Trevor Lawrence is going to be off the board. So it's going to be the Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. So they better know which one they want if they do make this trade. You know,
3: I think Zach Wilson goes to Houston, and I think, like, Justin Fields goes to Atlanta. I think that's what happens with the quarterbacks this year in the draft and then Lawrence to Jacksonville. Because those three teams seem like they need the quarterback the most out of anyone mm-hmm. if they do decide to move on from Watson, which it seems, you
2: know, it's –
3: you know, there could be a big shake
2: on, him, he's gone. Come on. He's, he's gone. gone yeah,
3: he's man. he's like, he's not even, the, he's not in the building. Like he's literally no. gone. He's not mm. even
2: answering their phone. They can't even get the guy on the phone. Cause why yeah. would he, he can't waste his whole career, man. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to do that. He's already seen it. Oh, well, I
3: say. mean, he's not even gonna waste another season there. Not even a career, another season. He's not gonna even
2: gonna a waste. training camp at this point. He's
0: He'll gonna, be out of there before a, the draft. He's
3: out, he's out of there. Essentially. He's yeah. a free agent at this point. I think I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on now, and we're going to switch gears and go to the NBA. So we're going to talk about Bradley Beal. Um, we've obviously seen him be frustrated. He was set to have a meeting, I think, with the Wizards organization pretty soon, and you know, talk about his future. Oh, and his I saw, plans. I heard about that. Um, so he's averaging thirty-four point per game, and the Wizards are three and eleven this 30 season. Thirty-five now. Thirty-five.
3: All right, even on I man.
0: mean, they they got Westbrook from the Rockets. He's been terrible this season. And, you know, where do you guys think Beal's going to end up? Because there's a lot of contenders or mid-tier level teams that could really use Bradley Beal. Because to be honest with you, he's definitely an all-star starter this year. And he's probably a top 15
4: player in the league. I mean, I I like him on the Nuggets, to be completely honest. I feel like they have – they could have – they could get rid of Porter Jr., Bobo. They, they could all send them away in, the, in that trade. They – I think they have a first round pick, right? You know what? I think they do
3: because they have one from a Jeremy Grant. they gave a block, gave one up for the Jeremy Grant trade. They might not have one, honestly.
4: I I don't know, I but don't I know. still I still I feel like Even if the Michael
3: Porter will be enough, though I think.
4: Yeah, future I, well. I mean, Porter hasn't really developed into a superstar. He doesn't really play good defense. You yet. know
3: what, though? I think if he went somewhere else, he would be good. I, I yeah. think Michael Porter Jr. in Washington would be really, really good. He would have a
4: lot of opportunity to t- shoot the ball a lot because they don't really have a lot of other yeah. guys. I mean, I think that that deal would put them as a good, like a, a contender in the West. The Nuggets, you would have Jokic, Jamal Murray, and Bradley Beal as their two guy who they haven't, really, they haven't really had a go-to two guys. What was it? Monte Morris and and, and whoever else so I mean I like him on the Nuggets I could see him
2: also going to the the Sixers but I don't, that's I don't. that's where I like Miami's got to go. make a phone call yeah, too no, man no. they have one of the worst records in the NBA and like just trade this Tyler Hero guy they were so reluctant to trade him for James Harden he's slowly become one of the most overrated players in the NBA he's a solid player for sure but they're treating him like a superstar he's a fan yeah, per game guy you know what I think, though?
3: Philadelphia. Ben Simmons, get out of
2: there. Philadelphia would work. Get out of there. Philadelphia now. Is at least the most winning games. Overrated right player
3: in the, in the NBA. Uh, how, Miami's not winning games right now. They need to do something. Well, I know. I, Miami needs to do something, but the, the Sixers could desperately use Bradley Beal. Another score. Listen, talk about
4: a
2: score in the in clutch. League,
3: yeah, but no, but my problem with Philadelphia is that Ben Simmons is not aggressive enough in the fourth quarter of games when they need shots and they need buckets
2: in no, you, you saw it, you
0: saw it the other night against the Lakers, right? They they were up by twelve and the Lakers went on a street. they storm almost run yeah, and they Came almost all the way back in the game. Cause at the end of the game, and look at that, that's another perfect example of this. At the end of the game, look who got the ball, Tobias Harris. Ben Simmons and, and Joel Embiid. They're they're you know,
2: so called their superstars.
0: They're faces the franchise, didn't have the ball in their hands.
2: Ben Simmons gotta go. They're nowhere
0: to be
3: found. They're nowhere to be found in
0: the fourth. Know
2: the leading scores are after Embiid and Tobias Harris. It's Seth Curry and Shake Milton. It's not even Ben Simmons. That's what I'm so saying. Ben Simmons for Ben Simmons to, to
3: Washington. Bradley Beal or some other picks. That I'm sure. I think,
2: I, I think he'll end
0: up with the Sixers. Of, uh, no, the Sixers of the heat. I think he's going to be – I think he's going to stay in the East. You
3: see Steven no, that like They, don't, they don't have enough assets. Yeah, they, they really yeah. don't have really, assets.
0: They genuinely
4: – the Clippers do not have anything. They would
0: genuinely have to flip like Paul George if they wanted to get him. But and that th- doesn't that, really it, make you much doesn't higher. make sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, don't think, I think – The Clippers I,
4: yeah, are not so. even And they're playing well this year, so you have no reason to get rid of them.
2: So do we think that the Wizards
0: will manage to hold on to you, or do you guys
2: think he'll be gone by the end? No, he's gone. it's the Players League. The Players League Players go where they want, you know, this guy's going to, he's not gonna. We're just talking about it with Deshaun Watson. Awesome. You know, yeah. so Wait, but
3: you know what I heard that was actually kind of true? Is that like five teams, like we don't want, we don't want five competitive NBA teams. Like what happened to the, we need it where like a lot of these teams are going to be good. Because it, it feels like it's been going like
2: a 5-10 man lead. Here's the issue with that. The Wizards five, aren't ten, competitive ten anyway with Bradley Beal. You put well, him that, on a team like Philly, or you put him on a team like Miami, that's just another contender. But no, but I'm t- – so it's going to make the Wizards
3: even worse. The Wizards will be, will be you know, three and 11 dysfunctional. Anyway.
2: They're 3-11 they're, I mean, they're already
0: dysfunctional. <laughs> they're,
3: no, but they'll be, they'll be bottom. They'll be oh, rock no, so bottom. Of three they'll be below the, be the Earth's surface. They're 3-11. Who, who cares? cares? <laughs> who cares, bro?
2: No, but we – no, I know, but
3: – People complain about the NBA not being, you know, competitive for all the teams in the league. There's only like five teams have a chance of chance. Well, I mean, like that's just how it just,
2: is now. I mean, I mean I don't, if I don't you really want
3: to fix that. You that's don't not
2: necessarily true. You have the top dogs, but then you have like the jazz who will get into a little bit. The nuggets. Hold on. Hold on. Hold okay, on. Were okay. the Heat considered
0: contenders last year? No. No. And they made it, it to the finals. A- they they that, yeah, that,
3: that was that was the first time we've ever seen a team like do that in a while.
4: The Raptors did it. The Raptors did it. They were the the Raptors, Raptors
3: with Kawhi were a fa- no. They were favorites. Like they were the, the favorites in the Eastern Conference like the whole year. They, I they guess. were, the but they weren't really expected to beat so that I mean, crazy
0: Golden State team without the, those the injuries, injuries. You know, the injuries. Like, yeah.
3: I, I love Raptors fans. I love that team. That team was great, but. Yeah, they outperformed themselves
0: like they overperformed though. the injuries right? I think and so.
2: the injuries as well. On, like, I mean even playing like a just a yeah. maniac that series that always helps
3: the Jazz are first on exit exits. Though, I'm telling you, they're they're not no they're not way. making any noise.
2: They're not no making any, it's the same team every look, look, year. No, I disagree. Look at Mike Conley's numbers this year compared to last year. Every single stat is an increase. His his three point shooting's up like five. Okay, I,
3: I would like to see that in the playoffs. So to be and honest with you, Donovan Mitchell you know, is really
2: elevating himself. You know they're a great defensive team. Mitchell's every year. a superstar.
3: Yep, they had Donovan
2: back from injury. He wasn't playing last year. They're a better team than last year for sure. And they've won ten games in a row against actual teams. They beat Golden State. They beat Dallas. They beat the Knicks. They beat be you, could
0: you. Could you guys see them possibly being the Lakers or the Clippers in the playoffs? No, see, maybe the
2: maybe the Clippers, against. but not the Lakers. That doesn't so mean that. So I, mean, so are, are they, they really the consider? Are do they, they really win the Nuggets?
3: Consider... though? do they beat the Nuggets? They lost them last they, year. I don't think. I think they, they, they lose, three three lose three three again. One lead. They the three run lead again
0: against I think they lose
3: to the Nuggets again. I think they lose to them again. worst last year though.
0: So you see them being a first round exit. I could see them at least winning one series. No,
3: but so here's my problem with the Western Conference. There's only four teams that make it past the first round, right? So just go through it, like is the Clippers and Lakers. They're most likely going to they're be locked. in the first round, the second round. Then you look at the, the Nuggets. They're probably going to make it past the first yeah, round. To
0: be honest with you, I, I could see the Warriors upsetting yeah, but What about the Warriors? The what about the Warriors? The Suns? Yeah. There's um, so many teams yeah. in the West. The the
3: Not the Suns. Suns. The no, wait, no. Spurs, there's so many. No, The Mavericks. What about the Mavericks? We're forgetting about Luka Doncic. The Mavericks are struggling this year. Yeah, though. no, but, but yeah. they'll turn it around, though, I think. Maybe. Who knows? Really? Well, people they're said they're that loss of Steven Silas was
2: huge. The Jazz are a team. They play defense. They got a bunch of guys. It's because
3: because all the role players are not contributing as much, as nearly as well as they were last year for the Mavericks. That's our problem. They signed Maxi Kleber. All these guys have big deals to you. They suck.
2: Yeah, like that guy's not a good player.
3: (laughs) What about the, um, about the, the Blazers while we're on it? Dude, oh, do you think no. the Blazers, the Blazers have any are like, the biggest
2: playoff frauds of all time. Yeah, but they my, really.
3: The, oh, so, so, the Jazz aren't. The Jazz are not playoff frauds. But the Blazers yeah. made the Western Conference Finals. The yeah, Jazz they got, they got swept. The first and, like, they got
2: smashed. They got, they got, got
3: smashed. K- K- okay, okay, the, the Jazz courage. lost to KD in the, in the Warriors too. a in in sweep yeah, twenty nineteen.
2: That's, that, yes. that's a big difference with. Them, okay, but, Durant, but I mean, had
3: the Blazers made it further than the Jazz have? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, they have.
2: In all fairness, the Jazz are also a younger team. I mean, Mitchell's only in what his fourth year. Mike Conley is like thirty. Like, yeah, dude. but Conley's only been there for two years now. This is the second okay. year. Yeah, Conley's not – this it's is Conley's later. back. end ever is for every the year. Jazz, the... the Jazz do
3: this type of things. Every, they do this every year. They'll, they'll get hot in the standings, and then they'll go on a cold streak. It happens every time. Last year, they went on a 14-game winning streak I just saw. On um, ESPN, sat, a 14-game winning streak. Everyone had that same hype around them. Oh, the Jazz are back. The Jazz are back. No, they're not.
2: Man. They,
3: they have – There's so many good teams in the Western Conference, that in my, in my opinion.
2: I don't think so. I think it's like a four or five team conference, really, and it's really just a, a two team conference. Yeah, I know, but I think do. You, do you Do you think the, the Suns
3: the Suns probably have a, a shot to beat the Jazz though? Right, like the Jazz are not beating them. Definite, like no no doubt about it. I, like
4: five or six. I think the Suns. What about I the think...
3: Blazers? Are the Blazers losing to the Jazz with CJ McCollum back? If CJ McCollum's yes. healthy, oh, are man, they losing automatically? They
2: who else are they playing with
3: CJ McCall? Dude, CJ's hurt for the je- uh, the Blazers. When they get CJ back, he'll be of CJ much McCollum
2: better. Necessarily, he's though. been
3: great. He's been great this season, averaging 27 points a game. But okay, you want to ignore that. I mean, um, even was- though you want to talk about Mike Conley all you want, but you want to ignore hey, CJ at least Mike Conley
2: plays defense. At least we get some defense with Utah. I mean, they're throwing Mellow out there playing 30 minutes a game still. He's he, he shot three of 15 the other night. Well, yeah, Utah's he the best is. defensive team
3: in the West. He's, I don't see denying that. Old but- Melo. See, then even Any if you more. want to throw in Phoenix, so Phoenix is also playing really good def- defense, second best defense in the Western Conference. Phoenix, so I think Phoenix has a shot. I think Sa- I no, not San Antonio. I think Denver has a shot. I think the Clippers and the Lakers have shots. I think the, yeah, the- Warriors. So, are really Curry, are we are we going to count out the Warriors? Oh no, I think Brown,
2: the Green, Warriors. Curry? I think the Warriors could could beat the There's Jazz. championship I pedigree. Oh, <laughs> I, I disagree with that. Curry somehow. In a seven no, I don't series, Curry's I think the Warriors home. can make the
4: playoffs. I don't think that they could win a series. No, I, think I don't think so could, the Jazz can easily
3: a win a first round series. My, but my point is, it's not even near a lock. There's so many good teams in the West. No, there's like seven teams that can. So I, I think odds are they won't make out of the first round. I think odds are they won't because they'll they'll probably end up losing and choking like they always do to some team it, that's it just way worse. It depends where they, they end,
2: end up in the standings. Did they finish as like a? One matchups, or a two I guess. Season, matchups really depend. Yeah, yeah. But if they
0: end up as a four but, or five and have to play against like the Nuggets, like, exactly. who knows, yeah, you know, or the Suns or the Warriors, you don't want to play the Warriors. And when it comes to playoff time, listen, you guys are saying possibly maybe Curry needs
4: some help, but like he might be able to steal a couple of games. All he needs a couple no, of games. No, no, no. The, the, that's know. I'm not in on the Warriors. Like, I don't know. See, the, Warriors like crazy crazy death, the Warriors are like last year's Blazers. The
3: Warriors are last year's Blazers with like, Damian Lillard went all for them every game. Barely got them into the playoffs. I think the Warriors do similar things where they barely. I sneak guess. In.
0: I mean, if they had Clay though, it's a completely yeah, you know, it's
3: see, a different story. It, it, it sure. can't be a one man show in the NBA. I think Bradley Beal's proving it. I think Dame proved it last year. I think Steph Curry's proving it again. Like it's not a one man show league. No,
2: it's, it's all about the duos right now and the duos, exactly. dynamic duo stage. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, that's I don't know. Enough for the Jazz guys, but um, uh, yeah. I guess that's really gonna be it for us, right? Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Sneaky Sports Podcast Season Three, Episode Number Nine, and I hope uh, to catch you in the next one. Peace.